Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. This is Pastor Rick Mendez, and we're about to join Raquel Mendez, my 16-year-old daughter, as she brings us the word today, Identity in Christ. God bless you. I have Raquel, my daughter, who I'm proud of all three of my daughters and my grandchildren, but uh, today she's going to bring the word, so why don't you give her a big hand as she comes today? Um, so this morning, uh, I have the slide up there, if you can put it up there real quick. I'm going to be speaking on identity. Um, this is just goes with the theme. We're going to be praying over the kids for their future. Pastor will be doing that. But really, we're just going to be talking about who does God say we are? Because sometimes, well, most of the time, the world's going to end up telling you who you are. People are going to tell you who you are. They're going to tell you you need to dress this way, you need to act this way. I think especially in school, like Nigel, I don't know if, you have any, if any of your friends tell you this, but people are going to eventually tell you you need to act this certain way or you should dress like this or in order to hang out with us, you have to talk like this. And so we're just going to be looking at what God tells us because God tells us to be different. God, we're, we are different. I'm different. I know it. But we need to embrace it. God God just wants us to, you know, follow follow his footsteps and um, just know that we're loved and that we're created to be different. It's okay. Uh, we should embrace that. And we, we're just going to talk about this morning um, who God says we are. Because before, before we figure out who we are as a person, we need to go, we need to understand who God says we are. So um, you can call this sermon, I Am, if you're taking any notes. And our first point will be, I am valuable. So throughout school, people will eventually call you names. I'm pretty sure everyone here has been called a name by someone, whether it's in school, out of school. Now, uh, people, people can be pretty mean when it, comes to, when it comes to things like that. People will say, oh, you're such a nerd, or you're not very popular, oh, she's weird. But yeah, I am weird, deal with it. No, I'm just kidding. But you have to embrace that stuff, right? We're all different. But God just wants you to know that you're valuable. You're not forgotten. He knows every single thing about you. He knows how many hairs you have on that weed. Girl, you're not fooling nobody. Uh, God knows everything, just the little things that you might not think are important. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows He knows what you think, what you what you what you're gonna eat for breakfast. I don't know, that's not important, but God just cares about you. He wants, He knows every little detail about you. He knows what makes you mad, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, um, what things bring you joy, what you don't like to do, what you love to do. And um, Genesis 1.27 says, I created you in my own image. As Pastor Rick was saying, God just, you have God-like qualities, right? And you're not an accident. Everyone here has been born with a purpose, a purpose to do something. And um, God just wants you to know that you're loved, you're not forgotten. He's there when you're crying beside your bed asking him, why did you do this to me? What, what am I supposed to do now? He's there when you're scared about, I was scared and I was crying like, Lord, what am I going to speak on? Um, but he's just, he's there, even though you don't feel it. He's there, Garland, when you're asking God, what the heck am I supposed to, what am I going to do next? 
he's there, Elizabeth, when you're sitting by your bed and you're crying and you don't know what, what's to come. Where, where do I go? He's there in every step of it. He wants you to know that he cares. Even though you can't see him, you can feel him. You can, you can just lean to his word. And um, especially for the kids today, I want you to know that God loves you. He's there for you. Even though you might not understand who this God is, he's, he's amazing and he wants to do awesome things in your life. Um, but you are not, you're definitely not an accident. You were all planned. Um, but sometimes the devil, everybody knows the devil. The devil's not that nice. He's going to come to you when you are the weakest, when you're the strongest, when you don't expect it, when you do expect it maybe, but the devil's going to, he's going to come to you. Like say, I'm, I'm praying God, what do you want me to speak on? Why, why do I have to preach? What's up with this? He's going to say, oh, Raquel, you're not that good. No one's going to like it. God can't use you. Why would he use you? He has other people he can use. And so it's your responsibility to just cling to God. Because the devil's going to use whatever, whoever, whenever, however, to get you down. He's going to stop you from coming to church on Sunday morning, however he can do it. Oh, I, I'm too tired this morning. I'm, I'm not going to go. Well, guess what? Half of us are tired, but we still made it here. We still made it here. Pastor Rick, I have to talk about you, but sometimes, you know, life, life isn't that easy, okay? Especially for my dad. But uh, sometimes he's just tired and, you know, not feeling it. But he trusts God with his whole heart. He's an example of someone who just says, God, you want me to go this way? I'm going to go this way. Devil, get behind me. I'm not going to listen to you this morning. And so he just says, especially my parents. I have to talk about my parents. My parents are awesome. Um, You all know them. They're amazing. But they just are awesome examples of following God and pursuing him throughout no matter what. My dad lost his son. He just said, you know what, devil? You're not going to have the best of me. I'm going to turn this into a testimony, and I'm going to use it to help other people. He wasn't afraid. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, you, you have questions like, why me, God? Why did this happen to me? Um, but he's just a man who says, God, if you want me to do this, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be bold. Yes. I don't care what no one says. I'm going to do it for you. Amen. And I feel like we should, we should all try to be like that. But we need to know, first of all, that we are loved. We are valuable. That's what, and that's my first point this morning. Our second point is... Um, I am a new creation. Um, we are we are all new creations. Uh, we are all new creations, and what the devil wants to tell us is that we can never be changed. That what we did in our past, um, God will never forgive us. We cannot be changed. You can't break that addiction. You can't um, overcome that. You can't. You can't be changed. You're still going to do that. You're still going to fall. Well, yeah, we all fall. We're not perfect. Who said we're perfect? We're not perfect, and we don't have to live up um, to that expectation. But, you know, in God, we're, we're all a new creation. And in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. Amen. We are new creations because the old life of sin has been defeated, and we stand here as new creations. Um, in that scripture verse, it says, the old refers to everything that was a part of our old nature. So that was our past. And so in God, we're just something new. We're something, we're something uh, amazing. We have, we're a new creation. 
We have new desires, new goals, new thoughts. We pursue new things. I mean, sure, everyone falls because you're eventually going to fall and you, God's going to pick you right back up. You're going to keep running. You have new goals, new values, new thoughts, new ideas. Um, we're not who we used to be. Um, but sometimes the devil will say, oh, well, you're going to fall back to that. You're going to stop. You're not going to stop smoking. You're just going to go back over to it. Why even bother with this God thing? Is he even real there? He's going to tell you every lie, every lie possible. He's going to He's going to get inside your head, and you're not even going to notice it. You're just going to think it's you. Well, let me tell you, if those words aren't from God, they're from the devil. Because you shouldn't be in your room trash talking yourself. Because that's not God wants for you. He just wants you to know that... Uh, you're changed. You can do anything. Just trust in him. He sees you. He sees you when you're thinking. I know someone's thinking, God doesn't see me. I know someone's thinking that because that's what I thought. I thought God didn't see me. I always cry. I know someone thinks that this morning... Why would God care about me? What's so special about me? I've been praying for several years about something. Why, why God? Why does this happen to me? I know everyone's had that thought this morning. Brother Ed's probably had that thought. Sister Betty's probably had that thought. Pastor Rick. But God has come here to tell you, even when you're sitting right there in your room, I'm right here. I'm right here. Just trust on to me. Don't listen to the devil. Tell him to get out of this room. Yes. You are a new creation in me. You are meant to do something amazing. And you guys need to know that. Especially as kids. Every kid here is meant to do something uh, just wonderful. But you have to put your trust in God. Yes. Number three. I am an overcomer. This is my last point this morning. Uh, this is going to be really short. I always end up crying somehow, but um, I am an overcomer. In Romans 8.37 it says, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. This is a very comforting verse because we know that God never leaves us. No, this is, I feel like this is what I meant to, to tell people. This is my testimony. God never leaves you. I can experience that at such a young age. Doors, you, I know you experienced that, Elizabeth, Bianca. All of us here, we go through times where we just don't see God. We don't hear Him. I don't know. You know, I'm not here to give you all the answers why God sometimes doesn't answer, why he puts us through that stuff, but um, I know there's there's a reason for it. God's going to, God just wants to change you. He just wants to do great things in your life. He wants to use you, Garland, more than ever this year. I know great things, I know great things are going to come, come for everybody this year. Um, we, can, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Amen. Amen. We can do all things. We need to go out there and we need to we need to go with boldness and a, yes. and uh, 
just just begin to trust God in everything. Even though we have we might face some horrible things, you know, as Christians we're constantly being criticized and judged. Oh, you guys are whacked out. You guys are crazy. What do you think of believing God and everything like that? You guys are just um, just weird. I had this one kid. It was I think it was in the sixth uh, sixth six grade. I'm pretty sure in middle school. And we were, I don't know how we started talking about God, but he's like, oh, yeah, you guys are just possessed. It's what your parents teach you. They put it into your mind, and then you're just doing whatever your parents do. You guys really don't even, um, God's not even real. And I just, I just sat there for a minute, and I just thought about what he said. I'm like, you don't even, I didn't tell him this, but I'm like, you don't even know how good. I was at a loss of words. I was trying not to get angry, but um, God is just so awesome. And until you're in that place of, Lord, I need you, Lord, help me, you're never really going to understand how, how amazing he is. Because most people go through life like, oh, yeah, I don't need God. I'm all good. And then when something happens, they're like, okay, God, God, are you real? God, are you real? Where are you, God? And so I think everyone's going to have that point of, God, I need you. Um, but until we reach that point, we're not really going to understand how, how awesome God is. We, us as believers, we need to be examples to other people. Just to be nice in our speech and how we, how we act and everything. But um, we need to know who we are in, are in Christ. Because people are going to try to change you. You're going to get attached to friends. Friends are going to try to change you. People... People who are your friends are going to try to change you. People at your school are going to try to change you. People at your work are going to try to change you. They're going to say, one thing for me is I don't cuss, so apparently that was big in middle school. <laughs> but um, people are just going to say, well, why don't you cuss? Well, there's no need to. I can use other words. I have plenty of other words I could use. I don't need to cuss. Uh, I've always asked my dad, well, why don't you ever cuss? And so, you know, he would say, uh, he pulled out this scripture. I, I don't know where it's from. He told me, um, foul words are a forced expression of a feeble mind. Yeah, that's, not a that's not a scripture. Okay, he told me. He told me something. I'm sorry. But that's what I told you. Yeah, he used to tell me that. But um, apparently now it's not a scripture. But it was when he, when he told me. No, I'm just kidding. But... Our words are a forced expression of a feeble mind. And so I just always stuck with that. Um, people would come up to me and say, well, why, do you, why don't you cuss? Well, this one girl came up to me. I think it was in gym class or something. And then she was like, well, just say the B word. I'm like, no, I don't want it. And then she kept pressuring me to do it. And I'm like, no. And then she finally realized, wow, she's not going to do it. And she was kind of shocked at it, how different I was from everyone else. Because everyone else, if she would come up to someone and say the B word, oh, they would have, but I'm, I'm different, and I'm okay with being different. I'm okay with being who God created me to be. There's no need to be like you, because my God is so good and awesome, and um, there's no need to fall, fall into that. I feel like, you know, the devil will come in many ways, maybe. That, I'm not saying she was the devil or anything. Maybe, maybe that was the devil's way of te- of you, trying to get me to do different things, and um, maybe that was God's way of testing me. But you know, we will never be for sure. But um, we just need to be secure in who God tells us we are yes. before other people will pressure you into telling you who you are. Amen. Yes. Amen.
And um, our last point was I'm an overcomer, as I was talking about. I get off track a lot, sorry. But um, I don't know if you've heard that Mandisa song. I won't sing it because <laughs> I'm not the best singer, so I'm not doing worship. But it's I'm an overcomer. Um, she just talks about how she can do all things through Christ. That no matter what comes, she can overcome it. That even if she is, I don't know, say this is what I can think. Even if she found out she got cancer, she's like, my God is big. You don't know what he's going to do. Your book may say something, but my God's book says something different. I'm going to overcome this. And she put her faith in God. And she's just going to believe that no matter what comes, even, you know, if she ends up passing away, you know, she's still going to fight. God, God will use you in amazing ways, but you just have to believe that you can overcome whatever you're facing right now, whether it's addiction, whether it's um, drinking or smoking or, uh, I don't know, just any, any problem that you have, you can overcome it. God is with you, and there's, there's nothing you can't do with him. You have to just put your trust in him and keep going and keep fighting. He's telling you, Irene, you can do this. Garland, you can do this. Ruben, you can do this. And God just wants to, I really feel like God's just going to use us all this. You just have to believe. There's this one pastor who Bianca and I listen to. His name is Rich Wilkerson. He always says, his saying is, the best is yet to come. And I love that because the best is really yet to come. I think I shared this a while back at Bible study. But um, the best is yet to come for us. If you just allow God to use you and ask him, who am I? Who am I, God? I don't even know. Personally, I don't even know what I'm going to do when I get older. I don't know where I'm going, where I'm headed. What, um, I'm figuring out what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. And so I just take every day, day by day, and I just ask you, God, what am I going to do? Who am I, Lord? Who am I? I am valuable. I am not nothing. I am a new creation. I can be changed, Lord. I am an overcomer, and I can overcome anything, Lord. With with my trust in you, in the name of Jesus, you can overcome anything. Whether it was the loss of a son, loss of a friend, overcome anything that is so much way I just want everybody to know that there's someone out there who cares about you even when you oh, like, even when you're thinking oh god what is he gonna do he's not even real you guys are just crazy would I be here standing crying out my heart if god wasn't real would I be here talking to you? Would I be here saying that my dad overcame the death of his own son, that Elizabeth overcame the death of her brother, that she overcame so much because my God is not real? Would I come here and say that I've seen people healed of cancer if my God is not real? Would I come here and say that God brought my family to a church and started something so beautiful if my God is not real, God loves you. God is real, people. 
if you put your trust in him. We need to get our identity from him. Because we're going to get, I guess in relationships, you can put your trust in someone else. And then you're going to end up finding yourself so invested in that person and finding your identity and your worth in them that you're not going to find your identity in God. And so when they do something, it's going to hurt you because you're so invested in them. But if you learn to put your trust in God, He's never going to let you down. He's perfect. He's amazing. He's wonderful. He can help you through anything. And I know everyone says, oh, God's so amazing that it can be kind of overused. People are like, yeah, God's amazing. I know that. But truly, He is when you get down to it. He wants to tell you divorce. You are loved. You are valuable. You are above and you're not beneath. Ruben, you're amazing. He wants you to know that. Lord, you're going to do great things. I'm just like a waterfall of Beyonce. <laughs> Um, but I just can't stress that enough that God just loves you that God just wants to do something in your life that you are you are amazingly fearfully and wonderfully made he knows how many hairs are on your head he knows what you're going to do he knows when you're going to fall when you're going to get back up God just wants to tell everyone to put your trust in him this morning. No matter what comes, just put your trust in him. You can do all things through God. You are loved. Maybe you have... Maybe you... I don't know what you guys have to go home to today. Maybe you're a single mom. Maybe you're a single dad. Maybe little kids, maybe you go home and your parents fight. Maybe you go home to a nice loving home. You know, it's it's not that rare that you find that fine. Well, it is rare that you find actually. So be a nice loving home, a nice family. I'm not saying a perfect family, just a family who loves you. But I don't know what you guys have to go home to today. Maybe you have to go home to a husband or to a wife who's just crazy. You, I don't want to leave this woman or this man. You know, I don't know what you guys have to go through. But I know that God's going to go with you. Through all the storms. I'm, saying, I'm not saying being a Christian means that, oh, everything's perfect. God's just going to take away all your pain and troubles. That's absolutely the opposite. God will bring you trials and tests. But he promises to walk through them with you. He promises to guide you. He doesn't leave you alone. He doesn't leave his children alone. You guys are all marked with the name of Jesus on you. He, he says that you are my child. I'm going to take care of you. Devil, you cannot have. Dolores, devil, you cannot have. Elizabeth, devil, you cannot have. Irene, because they are mine. Devil, you cannot have. Garland, devil, you cannot have. Reuben, you cannot have. Lori, you cannot have. Lex, you are, you are my creation. I created you to be something wonderful. I know who you are. You are a wonderful person. You are amazing. You are loving. You are kind. You are beautiful. The devil wants to tell you that you are ugly. You, you, you too fat. That's what he's trying to tell you. Devil, get behind me. He's like, you fat from the back too. Oh, get over there, devil. He, he just needs.
me to kick him out sometimes because he will use whatever and whenever to get at you. Right. You just got to pick yourself up. And um, the Lord will never tell you that. He'll say, oh, you look so skinny, girl. You lost five pounds, huh? Thanks, I'm fasting. No. But uh, Raquel jokes, they're cheesy, sorry. But uh, just get your identity from God. Just trust him. Throughout the school year, Jai, when you're at school, just just be yourself. Be who you are. Be who God created you to be. And um, nothing will ever go wrong. So in closing, I'd like to pray. And then I believe we're going to have the kids come up for prayer. But um, before we do that, let's just pray. God, we thank you for another day. Yes, Lord. We thank you that you're, you're ever-present, Lord, that you're here. We thank you that you never leave us, God. That we will get our identity from you before we find it through someone else, through something else, through other people. Lord, we thank you that you tell us that we are valuable, that we are more, Father God. I pray for every person here that they don't listen to the lies of the devil. That they don't walk through another day without knowing that you're their God. I pray as they sit in their bed, as they cry their heart out, asking, Lord, where are you? they would find you, God. In the midst of all their pains, all their troubles, their depression, their loneliness, God, I pray that you just show up. Do something miraculous this year. God, they are waiting for you. Show them that right there, God. Make it known to them how much you love them. Even to the people who don't, might not believe, Lord God. I just pray that you comfort every person in this room today, Lord God. That even the kids may grow up knowing that their God is amazing. Their God can do all things. Their God is so mighty that no matter what comes, He can help us overcome it. Lord, I pray that all our hearts will just be turned to you this morning. That we will learn how valuable we are, God. We would not listen to the lies of the devil, Lord that we listen to the truth in our hearts from you, God, that we would turn our eyes towards you, Lord, that you just give us peace, knowing that you're there, knowing that you're holding our hand, that you're walking through life with us. Just give us a peace today, God. Give us a peace that we cannot understand, Lord. Lord, give us a peace that, that, that we've never felt before. May we learn to shield ourselves from the lies of the devil and listen to you, Father God. May we learn to tell the devil to get out of this room, Lord. May we learn to just press into you this morning, God. Press into you this year. Grow so much, Lord. Do so much awesome things in your name, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Raquel. Give a big hand. Amen. Great job, Raquel.